Blog Talk Radio. All right, praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please stand by. Please stand by. Hello, I'm Don Daler, and this is 2020 in Touch. Although it's not talked about openly today, exorcism is practiced by the Catholic Church almost daily somewhere in the world. Elizabeth Vargas travels to Rome, where there is a growing demand for the ritual of exorcism. Hold it, hold it. It is something this Los Angeles woman, seen in the documentary Satan Unmasked, says brought her peace. It is something a woman behind these glass doors in Italy hopes will save her. Exorcism. The casting out of demons through ritual prayer is practiced in many faiths. It is most often associated with one, Roman Catholicism. Exorcism has deep roots in Catholic tradition when performed by priests given special permission by their bishops. The number of priests approved to perform exorcisms has grown with demand. Here in Italy, about two decades ago, there were 20 approved. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Please stand by. Sapapadis, uh, get away from me in the name of Jesus. Go. Get out. Stand by, please. In live radio. I want to end it. Praise God. Welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministry. My, my God. I tell you, if you don't believe that demons are real, just get in the deliverance ministry a week or two. Just get in there. You'll, you'll find out what the deal is because they're real. I want to thank every last one of you who are listening to me here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Psalms 122, verse 6. Israel is attacked from Satan and Satan's children. I am pro-Israeli, pro-Israel. God gave that land to the Israelis. Great Britain messed it up in World War One. This is a spiritual battle that's taking place right now on the earth. Forces of evil and good is constantly coming at work. We have war in Sudan. We also have war in Ukraine. Don't forget the Ukrainians. Don't forget to pray for them, and don't forget to pray peace of Jerusalem, Psalms 122. Please turn to Psalms 122 before we start. We're going to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Psalm 122. Thank you, Lord, for the scripture. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me. Verse 6 says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. 
they shall prosper that love thee. And I'm prospering because I love Jerusalem. If I was a younger man, if I wasn't in the ministry, I would be in a uniform right now. In my early days, I was—I tried to join the Israeli military when I was young. <laughs> I was unable to get the Hebrew down, and I wasn't even a Christian still wanting to serve the wonderful nation that my Lord and Savior is from, Jesus of Nazareth. We have issues. We got a lot of pigs in the parlor. This teaching is coming directly from the book from Frank Hammond, and I want to present it to you because there are a lot of Christians who are very rebellious, lots of rebellious Christians. You got Christians that's getting involved with Donald Trump like Shannon Davis, James Jones, Christians, and Christians who tell me that Stonewall Jackson is a good man. A Christian saying that Stonewall Jackson is a good man. How can a Confederate soldier be a good man when he fought to keep slavery and slave slaves? You have Christians that's involved with politics. You have Christians that believe in the Republican Party more than the blood of Jesus. You have Christians that obey God when they want to obey, do it when they want to do it. And I just washed my hands from James Jones. You are not allowed to call me no more. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I openly rebuke James Jones, Republican slave whopper. He loved the slave whooping party. You got Christians love to be Democrats and all this old foolishness. And we're not supposed to be of the world. So we got a lot of pigs in the parlor. And it's sad to see so many Christians miss out on the power of God because of the demonic influences in their life. And uh, we're going to get started. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressive. I want to thank Chaplain John Durden for listening to Room, Dr. C.T. Montgomery, Law Talk Chat, text in out. Want to thank Dr. Leroy Hilgore, Dr. C.T. Agnew, Reverend John E.D. Patterson. We don't recognize Reverend. Holy is the name of God. Reverend means to be revealed, so I'm going to call you Pastor Hogan. I'm not calling nobody Reverend here. We don't recognize doctors here at all. Doctors of the law, Luke, the Bible speaks of that. In the Bible. Jesus wasn't no doctor. There ain't no, ain't no doctor. It's apostles, pastors, teachers, bishops. Deacons. These titles and stuff are worldly, had nothing to do with the Lord Jesus and his word. Let's deal with pigs in the parlor. I'm coming from Frank Hammond's book. I don't take no credit. I, the Lord set it up where a lot of people have overseas can't get this book. So I prayed and I got permission to get this done. Uh, and we're going to get this thing started. Demon spirits can invade and indwell human bodies. Let, let, me, let, me, let me get this clear and say this again. Demon spirits can invade and indwell human bodies. It is their objective to do so. By indwelling a person, they obtain a greater advantage in controlling that person than when they are working from the outside. 
Now, in order for the demons to go from the outside to the inside, they got to get to that mind. There are so many Christians who have missed out their salvation, who have missed out their fellowship, because they're trying to take their mind. They're trying to take their human experiences. They're trying to take their tradition. They're trying to take their intellect to fight a spiritual battle when it don't work. By indwelling a person, when a demon indwells a person, they attain a greater advantage in controlling that person than when they are working from the outside. When demons indwell a person, he or she is said to have evil spirits to be with evil spirits or to be possessed with demons. Please see the book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 17. I want you to write this down. I want people to study. I don't want to baby feed you, feed yourself. I'm just giving you the scripture. You go search it. Also, write down Luke chapter 4, verse 33. I'm just getting a text. Someone says, please give us time. Okay, go get a pen and a piece of paper. Go get a pen and a piece of paper. While you're doing that, I'm going to talk about Israel. We need to pray Israel. Israel is a significant key to the second coming of Christ. Please go get your pen and piece of paper. I want you to write these scriptures down so you can go and study it for yourself. All right, you have a pen and piece of paper. Please write these scriptures down. Chaplain John Durden, do you have a pen and a piece of paper? Yes. Okay. Brother John got it. Reverend Dillmore, uh, Pastor Dillmore, you have a pen Okay. Everybody got it. All right. Mark 9.17 is the first scripture. The second scripture is the Luke chapter 4, verse 33. And the next scripture is Mark chapter 1, verse 23. And Mark chapter 5, verse 2. And Matthew chapter 4, verse 24. Turn the phone off. The Lord just told me to turn the phone off. Then them demons gonna have me to call people at the wrong time. Turn all these phones off. All right. The word translated possessed by the King James Version in the Greek word is daimonion. D a i m o n i z o m a i. Daimonion. Many Greeks authorities says that this is not an accurate translation. It should be translated demonized or have demons. Must misunderstanding has resulted from the use of the word possessed. This word suggests total ownership. In this case, a Christian could never be demon possessed. He could not be owned by demons because he is owned by Christ. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with precious blood of Jesus, that is in First Peter chapter 1, verse 18, 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, 
which ye have of God, and you are not your own. And here's the problem of why we got so many pigs in the parlor. Because most Christians don't give their total life to God to give part of their life to God. James Jones is one example. He loves the Republican Party. He loves being a slave walker. He don't want to unwarp. He don't want to uh, obey the Sabbath. He wants to do it his way. But I got a lot of James Jones. I don't deal with people like this. I cut them off. He's not, I don't have, look, if you're not trying to really get right, don't come calling me because I don't have time. I have a lot to do. If you don't want to change, don't play religious in front of me because you're going to get called out by the Holy Ghost. The problem that we have is people want to do it their own way and they open up demons. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is yours, or which is in you, which ye have of God. Ye are not your own. Ye are not your own. You don't own yourself. You don't own, for you are bought with a price. And then it says something very important. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, plural. It don't belong to you no more. But a lot of Christians don't really believe this because they come to Christ with the wrong pretense. They come to Christ with cars, money, diamond rings, and that's that's not the way that you should be coming to Christ. Okay? And when you have the wrong uh, way of coming to the Lord, it is really not true salvation. And I have found that out a whole lot in this ministry. A whole lot. Now, a Christian should always consider indwelling demons as a necessity and trespasser is one who is unlawfully able to come into your life. Now, B, when you open up doors to sin and you keep sinning and keep sinning with the same sin, you're going to open up a door to demons. The Christians should always consider indwelling demons as unnecessary trespassers by your sin. So let me give you an example of what I'm saying. If you go and drink alcohol, you get drunk one time. You ask the Lord to forgive you. And you don't do it no more. You're not oppressed with the spirit of alcohol. It's the sin of alcohol. But you keep going back to that sin. And 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 this is where the trespassers start coming in. Trespassers are demons. They can continue unlawful practices until they are confronted and challenged on the basis of legal rights. Jesus has purchased the believer with his own blood and has made a steward over his own life. The devil has no legal right to a Christian. However, it is up to the Christian to defend his rights. No demon can remain when the Christian is seriously desires him to go. The scriptures tells us to resist the devil and he will flee, James 4, 7. Some of us don't want to resist the devil, okay? Why? 
because some of us have certain sins that we still like. And that's the problem. Some of us don't want to resist the devil. Now, I ask you, do you want to resist the devil? Because you're going to have to resist the devil. Don't. You're going to be a whole lot of trouble. Amen? Now, demons consider the body of a human being is to indwell, is to be their house. Demons don't recognize you as a human being. They don't care nothing about you. Okay? They see your body as a house. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Then he say, I will return into my house from where I came out, Matthew twelve forty three and 44. It is not uncommon for demons to speak to a person who is being delivered. See Mark chapter 123 and 24 for that. I have often heard evil spirits declare, this is my house. When I was doing deliverance, I've seen that. They are referring to the person's body and seeking to deceive the person and the deliverance minister into tricking that they have a right to that body. Now, if you cast out demons like Shannon Davis, who don't speak in tongues, he is not Omega Man Radio. He's not able to hear the Holy Spirit because he don't have the nine gifts of the Holy Ghost. So if any of you trying to seek deliverance from Omega Man Radio, Shannon Davis or James Jones, please don't let James Jones lay hands on you because he's going to put you to sleep. He has a spirit of slumber. I saw this same Christian. I said to deal with this man for seven years. The Lord had me to call him for seven years. Finally, he accepted that he was deceived by Donald Trump. That's a lot of demons in that man's body. He came here, James Jones, came here and sat right in my house and went to sleep for three hours while I was teaching. Now, this is a born-again, spirit-filled, Holy Ghost, tongue-talking Republican. Went straight to sleep for three straight hours. Well, why is this? He don't have no word in him. How can a Christian fall asleep when the word is gone? Spirit of slumber. So the demons can come through you through your laziness, through you not recognizing or even accepting demons. And they are real. It is not uncommon for a demon to speak through a person who's being delivered. I see it all the time. They're referring to the person's body and seeking to deceive the person and the deliverance minister. No demon have a right to enter into a Christian's life at all. Your life is hidden in Christ, Colossians 3.3. 3. But when you go into sin, you open up yourself to demons. When demons are being commanded out of a person, they will sometimes play games. I have been seeing games such as I'm tired. I don't feel good. My stomach hurt. And I said, well, go, go in the bathroom and come right back out. I don't stop a deliverance. Well, my wife called. Well, tell her you're busy. They'll find anything to stay in that body. And some of you, even who are listening, will turn me off right now. 
And if something tells you don't listen to him, those are buddies in you, demons. The Christians must be assured that no demon has a legal right to indwell in his body. Twenty-five times. Twenty-five times in the New Testament, demons are called unclean spirits. Again, 25 times in the New Testament, demons are called unclean spirit. The word unclean is the same word used to designate certain creatures, which the Israelis was not to eat. See Acts chapter 10, verse 11 through 14. The pig was one of these unclean creatures, according to Old Testament law. They were not to be eaten or even touched. Testament lifts this probation by showing that these creatures were spiritual types. God disarmed the principalities and powers ranged against us and made a bold display, a public example of demons, and triumphing over them in him and in it through the blood of Jesus and him at Golgotha. Therefore, let no one sit in judgment of you in matters of food and drink or with regard to a feast day or a new moon or a Sabbath. Such things are only the shadow of things to be to come, and they are only symbolic values. But the reality of the substance of the sole fact of what is foreshadowed, the body of its belonging to Christ, Colossians 2.15-17, that's the Amplified uh, Virgin. Now, I got to be very careful in doing this. When demons are being commanded out of a person, they have many games. Oh, do they have many games to stay in there? I can tell you a lot of games they have. What would you do if you heard of a filthy pig came into your parlor and began to make themselves at home? Would you invite such a thing into your home? Would you pay no attention to them, and hope that they will soon leave your house and you see pigs in your house walking around? Will you try to clean up their mess as fast as they made it? Would you really enjoy a pig in your home or wild animal in your house? That's the same as demons. All four Gospels recording events of Jesus cleansing the temple is an unusual picture of our Lord. He was filled with righteous indignation, and what he found in the temple, it was no time for mere words. It was time for action. He began personally and determined to plunge out the temple of every defiling thing. This is an illustration that is in the Bible when Jesus cleaned the temple. And he went in there and he cleaned the house. We can act in the same authority which Jesus cleaned the temple and rid out of the evil things that was done in the house of God. Our bodies is the same. Yeshua did not make petty snatches of debates of those things. He drove them out. Now, John 14, 11, 12 says, what I should do, you should do, and you should do greater things than that. The problem is 
is that this dialogue or doctrine of demonic or demonology has not been forth uh, deposited into believers because pastors don't want to deal with this ministry. They like the pumping circumstances. They like the glory, the rings, the honor, sign an autograph, but they don't want to get nasty and dirty with these demons. As unreasonably as it may seem, some Christians are not even ready to get will of indwelling demons because they don't know anything about them. Some are embarrassed to admit the need for deliverance. Their embarrassment should never result from having them but in failure to act promptly. Now, what would you do if you heard filthy pigs in your house? How would you operate? You, would, you wouldn't want that. You, would, you wouldn't want that at all. In getting them out, we have to study the word of God. You are clean through the word. You have to fast and pray. You have to speak in tongues. You have to change your life. That's something that you got to do, not the deliverance ministry. Now, I want to share this here with you. And this is very, very, very important. Verse 10. This will be the last time I ever teach on a computer. <laughs> Lord, this won't work with me no more. Wrestling also suggests pressure tactics. Paul says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We have spiritual enemies, and most Christians are not even aware of it. We have spiritual enemies, and most Christians are not aware of it. We have spiritual enemies, and most Christians are not aware of it. I'm saying it over and over and over to get it in your, in your spirit. We have spiritual enemies. Demons are spiritual enemies, and it is the responsibility of each Christian to deal with them directly in spiritual warfare. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on, put on, Christians don't do this, the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. So when you're arguing with a person and hollering and screaming, you ain't dealing with that person. You're dealing with principality. You're dealing with powers. You're dealing with the rulers of wickedness and, and the darkness of this world. And you're dealing with spiritual wickedness in high places. And most people can't see that. They just only hear the human being's voice. And then you get angry. You get mad. You snap at the human being. You're fighting in the flesh, and them demons are used as a person. The person don't even know that they're being used. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. And most Christians war after the flesh. <clears throat> you and your wife may have an argument. The devil involved with that. I can, I can tell that real easy. Because behind every negative emotion, there are demons. But though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. But what do Christians do? War after the flesh. 
person called, hey, boy, you get angry. That's the demon in him. But you don't see the demon. You see the person. A lot of people get tricked with this. I learned this game at the Houseville 17 years ago. And believe me, I had to get this thing down pat real quick. But though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. Who God to the pulling down of strongholds. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, 3 and 4. A stronghold is a pattern of demons that has built up in you. And I'll give you an example of my life of a stronghold that I had. Crack cocaine. Boy, was that a beast. I battled that thing for seven years. It was a stronghold. Some of you have gluttony as a stronghold in your life. Some of you have quick temper, anger real quick. That's a stronghold because it got a hold of you and you can't you can't can't get rid of it. You be speaking in tongues and praising God and let that stronghold pull up in you. All your religion be gone. The scriptures employ the agony of wrestling in reference of a warfare with Satan and his host. Wrestling is an accurate and potent description. It speaks of close quarter fighting and personal gripping with powers of darkness that we can't see. And because we can't see it, half the time we don't get the victory because we are fighting it in the flesh. And we ain't supposed to do that. We ain't supposed to do that. We're not supposed to be dealing with people. It's what's in them. But a lot of Christians are not comfortable with that because they don't believe in demons. I guarantee you, most Christians don't even believe in demons. Wrestling also suggests pressure tactics that tell us that Satan's tactics is to put pressure on us. He does this area of our thought life, emotions, decision-making, and our physical bodies. Believers often feel pressured by the enemy in one way or another. When one is ignorant of Satan's devices, he may turn for relief for tranquilizers, sleeping pills, alcohol, cocaine, heroin, Moonshine, liquor, wine, cigarettes, <laughs> and thinking that that's relieving when what he's using brings in demons into their lives. Now, a person emails say, Pastor, is this sin to drink wine? I can't say yes or no because I don't know your background. Or I don't know if you got the spirit of alcohol in your family. If I say, no, it's not a sin to drink, I don't know your bloodline. But the Bible seeks that wine is good for thy stomach's sake because it's intended to say it's good for drink wine, good for thy stomach's sake for infirmities. Jesus also turned uh, water into wine at a, at a uh, Jewish marriage. So I don't know your background or do you have demonic spirits or alcohol in your background for me to tell you that. I would have to hear the Holy Spirit based on whoever calls on the individual basis of that. Satan does not want to be known in your life. Satan and the demons are not going to tell you that they're in you. They ain't going to tell you that. They're just going to run you 
and you don't even know what's dealing with you. Believers often feel pressured by the enemy in one way or another. Those are demons. Satan's devices that he has against you is the familiar spirit that's familiar with all of your sinful ways. They work in games. The Bible shows us that Christians can put pressure upon demons and defeat them. He must then learn practical ways in spiritual warfare. He must throw away his ineffective fleshly weapons, such as intellectualism, reasoning, eyeballing, using your human wisdom, which in number demons. Your human earthly wisdom is demonic. I want to tell you that now. Let me straighten you out, because a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm such and such years old, and I've been here. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> because your earthly human wisdom is demonic. I will prove it to you in the Bible. When you are dealing with demons, you can't deal with them with your education. <laughs> you can't deal with them with your head knowledge. Because when you do the earthly wisdom, you're opening up the door to the devilishness of Satan. In James chapter 3, verse 15, the Bible says, This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, that soul is your feelings. Watch this, devilish. The soul and the devil work together. Your emotion, I don't feel that. You know what I'm saying? And then when I hear that, a person don't realize the demons are listening. They listening. They can hear you hurting. They can hear you crying, and you letting them know I'm hurting inside. And hear them demons say, "Hey, we got one. He crying. He worrying about his mama or his bills. He, they, they just broke up, and that's going to get on them. And they will come in there and rush in your soul. I don't like to be soulish. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know, I, I just just pray in tongues. I don't like to be soulish." express my feelings. I stay away from that because I know what's behind it. Demons. God's remedy and victory over demonic pressure is spiritual warfare. The Bible shows us how to defeat them. We must learn to practice spiritual warfare. We must throw away ineffective fleshly weapons, cussing, arguing, fighting, quarreling. The believers must know both his own weaponry and how to employ it in tactics of the enemy to defeat him. And most Christians don't really do that at all. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 tells us four important things, spiritual enemy. First, we are told that we are fighting against principalities. The Greek word for principalities is A-R-C-H-A-I. Again, the Greek word for principalities, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-I-T-I-E-S. Only time I can spell is when the anointing is on me. Other than that, this wouldn't be happening. The principality, the Greek word for principality is A-R-C-H-A-I. This word is used to describe spiritual things in a series such as leaders, rulers, or magistrate. 
Thus, a series of leaders or rulers was described the rank of an organization of the word principality. It tells us that the satanic kingdom is highly organized. Perhaps Satan's forces are much the same in organization as the army of the United States of America, which his position is the president as the commander-in-chief. Now, if the commander-in-chief is wicked, that can go all the way down to soldiers in the natural realm. Let me give you an example. Donald John Trump, wicked. Now, Donald John Trump was at one time the commander-in-chief. Well, the wickedness in him can carry that and transfer all the way down to soldiers. It's the same thing in the spirit world. This is why I don't care for Donald J. Trump. I don't care for unsaved uh, politicians. I don't care for no politician. But demons are like politicians. They'll work with you, agree with you. Didn't they destroy you? Didn't they cut a deal with you? And you don't even know what's going on in your body because you don't understand anything about spiritual warfare. Principalities, really straight here. We need to get this straight. The principalities, these things are what we see right now that's going on in the world, the principalities. War. Okay? War. Principalities are over right now, Russia. Principalities is defined as the territory or jurisdiction of a prince of the country that gives titles to Prince Webster. Thus, we see these ruling spirits are assigned over areas such as nations and cities. This is bored out of the account of Daniel in Daniel chapter 10. Daniel was seeking a word from God through prayer and fasting. After three weeks, an angel appeared. The angel expanded, and he had delayed that prayer. And God had told him that there was interference. Well, we have that right now, a principality over Israel trying to attack God's people. Please stand by. Someone is coming at my door who wants to listen to the radio broadcast. I have to open up. Please stand by. I have to open up some of my neighbors who want to come to the Bible study. Hang on, please. And let me move this because I got to go to the books. Okay. Now, good evening, brothers. Amen. Thank you for your patience and for your patience awaiting. Again, I want to recapitulate all four Gospels record the visit of Jesus cleansing the temple. This is an unusual picture of our Lord. He was filled with righteous indignation, and what he found in the temple was no time for mere words. It was a time for action. He began personally and determined to pledge the temple of every defiling thing. This is an illustration of the cleansing of our bodies, which are the temple of the Holy Ghost. 
For all that is unclean, demon spirits provide nothing good. They only defile. They have no place in us. Then the cattle birds and the money changers was in the church. The cattle birds and the money changers was humans that was operating in sinful areas in the church. But the Jesus knew that the demons was in them that was doing this. We can act in the same authority in which Jesus cleansed the temple and rid ourselves of evil spirits. Pay very close attention to this. This is demonology. Defiling evil spirits, Jesus did not make any pity speeches or debates over those who defile God's temple. He just drove them out. And unreasonably as it may seem, some Christians are not as ready to get rid of, of the indwelling demons as one might assure. Some are embarrassed to admit the need for deliverance. The embarrassment should never result from having them, but in failure to act promptly in getting them out. Others have walked in agreement with certain spirits for so long that they do not want to change. That's James Jones. I work with this Christian man named James Jones. The Lord had to tell me to call this man for seven years. Donald Trump. Amen. Donald Trump's not saved. He didn't believe it. Donald Trump is not a born-again Christian. He fought. Then God gave me some word of knowledge. I don't remember the word of knowledge. It woke him up. But I had to work with this man for seven years. And he's still holding on to it. See, sometimes these demons can get so connected with you that it's hard for them to pull them out. Because they've been in there so long, they're rooted. you got to get to the core of your problem. And most Christians don't recognize that we have spiritual enemies because they're constantly looking at the human being. Lord, have mercy. We can't do that. We have to look at the spirit. Wrestling also suggests pressure tactics. Every day we're dealing with pressure tactics with the enemy. Every day. This tells us that satanic pressure on people will open up the doors to sin. Sin lied at the door, Genesis 4-6. You get a bill, all the pressure comes. The devil says, go get a drink of alcohol. Go snort some cocaine. It's going anywhere but read the Bible. Satan does this every day in our minds. Now, when we start thinking this mess, open up doors to demons, emotional decisions, making in a physical body. Your emotion can be oppressed by demonic spirits. Derek Prince says, behind every negative emotion, there's demons. So we're dealing with principalities, and this is what's going on right now in uh, Ukraine, and this is what's going on in America principalities, homosexuality principalities, creflo dollars, money dollars coming unto me. 
those are another Jesus. Those are demons in the church that brings a feel-good message to the believer and brings a lie to the believer as if the God wants the believer on earth to carry the Mercedes-Benz to heaven. That ain't working because God is not of this kingdom. The Son of God had not a place to lay his head. We today have the same authority and powers for ministry that was given to the church. It would be sure folly to go against demon spirits without the power and authority of the Holy Ghost. Shannon Davis don't speak in tongues. He said that day about that. I ain't heard nothing else. And and you people run into a deliverance minister that don't speak. Ask the deliverance minister, you speak in tongues? He gave me a scripture that wouldn't even, it wouldn't even a scripture about, I don't know where that he come from. He doesn't speak in tongues. He doesn't have the nine gifts. When you're dealing with demons, you better have the nine gifts. The power given the believer through the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost, the believer must be baptized and have power to deal with demons. Acts 1.8, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Such gifts of the Spirit and supernatural words of knowledge and discernment of spirits are very, very, very important to have in dealing with spiritual warfare. This power and authority of Jesus' name are given to the believers might overcome demon power, but without the power, it ain't going to work. Let's look at the policeman as an example of authority and power. He gets up in the morning. Before he goes to duty, he puts on his uniform, his badge. Everyone recognizes his authority. When they see his uniform and badge, but there are some lawlessness person who will not respect that authority. So the police scraps himself with a billy club on his hip, his nine millimeter, which I wouldn't use. I use a forty caliber. I'm a soldier. I don't nine millimeter. I don't, wouldn't use that as no weapon. I don't. A nine millimeter is like a BB gun to me. On the other hand. He has the power to back up his authority. In like manner, the Christian is foolish to go out against demon forces without both his authority and power. We are not to wait for God to come to our rescue. Not a time to pray that God will provide power and authority. He has already provided the authority and the power for our salvation and our baptism in the Holy Ghost. He is therefore waiting for us to recognize that he has already made the necessity provisions and that we are to take up spiritual warfare and become militant Christians to go against Satan. I said militant. M-I-L-I-T-A-N-T. When you say militant, some people think that militant means you are some radical. No, no, Jesus was militant against demons. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, Matthew sixteen eighteen. We have that in us, but we don't know how to use it, because if you had a church that don't teach deliverance, you're going to understand what I'm saying now. But if you get in your spirit and saturate and you read, it'll come to your spirit. Third, we learned that we wrestle the rulers of the darkness of this world, 
the word of the Greek word ruler is K-O-S-M-O-K-R-A-T-O-R-A-S. The Greek word for rulers is K-O-S-M-O-K-R-A-T-O-R-A-S. The word can be translated Lord of the Worlds or Prince of this Age. The designated enemy emphasized the institution of to control. Satan is referred to in the scripture as the God of this world, according to 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. When Adam fell through his sin, then Satan gained domination over the world. Jesus did not denied the devil's claim made during the wilderness temptation. Again, the devil taking him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and said unto him, All these things will I give thee if thy will fall down and worship me. It is inappropriate that we recognize Satan to be a defeated foe. He is stripped of his powers and his kingdom, we have every right to tread and to treat him as a trespasser with our bodies and his demons. Suppose you own a piece of wooden property. You put up signs around the property saying, no trespassing. This signifies that you own the property and have a legal right to keep others off it. I have a legal right to keep others off my property. I had two Dobermans, Maggie and Maggie, Magnum and Magnum. I called them Old Man and Mama Mama. Well, these Dobermans I had was very loving to me, but they were loving to a whole lot of other people because my Dobermans was trained for me to love them, and I had certain people to touch them. So I went to the store one time, and uh, the Lord told me, you need to go back home. Man, I went home, and these dogs were hitting that man's leg. I did not have to pay no legal fees at all. I think he had 3,000 stitches in his leg. They had to give him some blood because he was in serious condition because my dogs was trying to kill him. I said, Mama, Mama, old man, they stopped. The man said, I said, shut up. I pulled my gun out of it. I cocked it. I said, if you move, i kill you. So I called the police. But that's how you got to do to a demons. A hunter comes by. A hunter wants to hunt you down. Well, demons want to hunt you down. But we can't see them. So if we can't see them, this is how they get into you because you can't see them. So you need discernment of the Holy Spirit. The devil don't want you to have these gifts. When you find that you have these gifts, you are able to deal with demons. When you find him, then you can make him leave. He has no right. No demon has no right to be on your body. It is important that we understand that demon spirits have no legal right to a born-again Christian. Now, born-again Christians have agreed themselves with a lot of worldly things, such as the slave whoopers. The slave whoopers are Republicans. Republican slave whoopers. They love these Christians in America are sick. Following Donald Trump is following them the demons. 
following Joe Biden. That's why I don't say that. You got the Lord say you got to say Joe Biden because you got some Christians out there. They they want you to say that because they think that you into politics or some old foolishness. I'm not into none of that because I'm a minister. I'm against it all. I'm trying to show you that demons cannot trespass your body. But if you don't know anything about spiritual warfare, they can. They may trespass. But when we are ready to take initiative and give them notice, they must leave. Jesus explained his ability to cast out out demons in these words. But if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man armed, keeping his place, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor, wherein he trusted, and his falls. Luke 11, verse 20 through 22. That's a lot of power. Jesus have that type of power. Jesus declared that the strong man's armor was taken away from him. This means that Satan is made completely defenseless with the blood of Jesus. The expression, all his armor in the Greek word, P-A-N-O-P-L-I-A, again, P-A-N-O-P-L-I-A, is used one other time in the New Testament is in Ephesians 6.11. The Christian is exhorted to take upon himself the whole arm of God. Thus, the Christian is not vulnerable at any point with the devil because he has the arm of God on. Most Christians don't even read the arm of God on. They just get up, pray, eat, and uh, they don't even read the scriptures about the arm of God. They don't recognize it as really real armor. They hear it, but they don't see it. And most in America, touch, taste, eyeball, look, see, that's not faith. Satan is still seeking to rule the world. And we must agree that he has made considerable progress. Why? Because the church have not risen up in the power and authority to this ministry of deliverance that he gives. However, a large segment of the body of Christ today is coming into the knowledge about the enemy own spiritual weaponry and strength and is taking the offensive against Satan and his hosts. The more Christians who enter into warfare, the more Satan will suffer losses. We are about to. And that is it for tonight. We got to do part two tomorrow. Tomorrow, me and Evangelist Janice Taylor will be dealing with the traditions of the church. Tomorrow is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'll be back on air Saturday at 2 o'clock concerning demonology. For the wicked spirits that we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places, the key to this phrase is the word wickedness. The words suggest that which is highly injurious or destructive character these evil powers have only one objective wickedness they may appear as angels of light and by their deceptiveness draw many into their nests of destruction such as a prosperity minister he said he was sorry to the church members that he taught them wrong they're still there joel osteen they don't say nothing about no 
spiritual warfare. You ever hear TDJ say something about Satan? They don't want to talk about him. They don't, that's why they don't get hit. Jesus exposed their wicked purposes in these worlds. The thief cometh not but for to steal, till, and to kill. John 10, 10. These four expressions from Ephesians 6, 12 have given us a vibe picture of Satan's kingdom. It is highly organized to carry out its purpose. Demons' powers are set in array and given authority by Satan to control the entire world and pledge it with evil. There is no advantage to us in ignoring Satan's forces and methods. The only permits Satan to work undetected and unchallenged is when you don't know spiritual warfare. To fail to become actively involved in spiritual warfare is suggest that we do not care what becomes of ourselves because they are working while you sleep. Our loved ones, our communities, our nation, and our world, most Christians have not become engaged in spiritual warfare because they have never been taught the importance of it nor the way about doing it. Today, Satan is having a field day in the church, teaching such as prosperity doctors, thou money coming unto me, thou money coming unto me now. Well, money is the root of all evil. Why would you want to say that? Satan is moving very heavy in spiritualism and occultism and false religions and cults. And it's never been before in all human history what we have today in 2023. The church is being forced to reexamine its own resources. The Lord is taking back his pulpit. And the deliverance ministry is the only ministry that can teach you how to fight the devil, how to get victory over the devil, and how to keep the devil out of your life. Well, praise God, it's one hour. And I was just getting started. I want to thank every last one of you who are listening to me here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. We have a telethon. We are raising money for this ministry. I want to thank those who have given. I want to thank those who can't give. And I pray for everyone in this ministry. I want to thank uh, Brother Tiro. Thank Brother Tommy, who's doing a wonderful job teaching the Finnish people on our YouTube. We have 24 hours a day, Derek Prince, all day. You can listen to Derek Prince on two channels. One at www.livedeliverance.com. Go to my webpage, and then you'll see YouTube. Now, if you're on a computer, it's very easy. But on a phone, it's a little bit different. you got to go to search on the phone and type in www.livelimits.com. Then you got to, when you see that, you'll see the little three lines. you got to hit that. Then the arrow comes to the side. Where it is on the computer, just go to livelimits.com. You'll see my site. I prefer people to listen to me on the Internet. Therefore, you can look at me, listen to me, put the notes, log it in your computer. It's more uh, easier uh, to, uh, to contact me. You can reach us at www.livedeliverance.com. We are on air 24 hours a day. We don't take a break. We do not recognize Easter Sunday. We recognize the resurrection of Christ. We do not do Christmas trees 
we, that's a violation of Jeremiah chapter 10. We do not do Easter bunny rabbits. That's Osiris. Those are demons, fertility. That has nothing to do with Jesus of Nazareth. We do not worship on Sunday. We are Sabbath keepers here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We do not put anybody on here who's educated in their mind because they're not going to be able to teach perfectively in the ministry of deliverance because of the humanism and ideology of that mind. We don't believe in fleshly minds here. We don't believe in eyeballing and saying comeback words in the flesh. We believe in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit through revelation knowledge of Jesus Christ. Again, Psalms 122, verse 6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We are under attack. This country has been under attack by the devil since the beginning of the foundation. And let me say this. I want to respond to Sister Calhoun Mitchell from San Diego, California. says, Pastor Overton, a brother Emmett, I love him when she say Aaron boy. She says, do you think that America has been a Christian nation? No, it never has. And the reason why I say that is because the Masons are founding fathers of this nation. That's a secret organization, Masons. Most of the so-called founding fathers, they're not my fathers, they only not like me. George Washington had slaves. Thomas Jefferson rewrote the Bible for slavery. He was a Mason. You don't start Christianity in the occult. Masons are the occult to me. Eastern stars, that's the occult to me. Kappa Alpha Psi, a.k.a. Phi Nu Phi. Uh, the, uh, all these organizations are secret, which is made by man. And the Bible says Satan does the things of man, Matthew 16, 23. I do not recognize Christmas. I recognize the birth of Jesus. Here at Live Deliverance Internet, we don't get involved with Valentine's Day. and We're not into none of that. So you don't never see me pitching that. We teach the word 24 hours a day, I'm out of tradition. God called me out of that. I don't recognize a Christmas tree in the house. But you're going to do it anyway because your children want you to do it, and you're going to compromise God, and you're going to mislead your child. Pure pressure. The devil can use in society with Christians. Oh, wait, it's just the children. I did it. Let my, you know, let my child enjoy this lie. Then you teach your child to lie, and you wonder how your child start lying. Well, you told him about Santa Claus. Ain't no man, black man, purple, pink man, coming in no chimney, all white, and how don't he don't even get dirty with the dust coming from the chimney? What about if he gets stuck in the chimney? And one human being can go to different people's houses, and you believe that to your child? You have just brought in a lying spirit. That's why we don't do it here at Live Living in that radio. God bless you. Sow a seed here. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side and sow a seed to keep us on air. I want to thank all those who have supported this ministry. I want to thank every last one of you. Continue to pray for Jerusalem, Psalms 122, verse 6, and pray for Ukraine. Don't let up. And please let us pray against Donald Trump. We come up against Donald Trump and his demons in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that justice be done to this wicked man. I bind every demonic 
blind demon in him and those Christians who are following him, give them mercy and let them know that we are not supposed to follow nobody but Jesus. He says, come follow me, and I should make you fishermen of men, not Donald Trump or Joe Biden. I'm not a politician. I'm a deliverance minister. I stand up for nothing but the word of God. God bless you. Source seat on the lower left-hand corner of the icon, www.livedeliverance.com. You have a PayPal site, which is a secure site. Please source seat to keep us on air. We're going to come back with you Saturday and get back into this ministry of deliverance of demonology. God bless and shalom. Stand by those who are listening to me. We want to thank you again for listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio. God bless you. Pray for Israel. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Psalms 122, verse 6. Pray for this wicked country that's never been a Christian nation. You can't be a Christian nation and have slavery for 400 years. There's never been no compensation. I believe in reparations. Well, why y'all need to give? You have treated people of color, of descendants from Africa, very wickedly over here. You compensated the Japanese Americans. You never compensated the Indians. The poor Indians had the land was stolen. This is not a Christian nation. This nation was formed by Masons, not by Christians. God bless you. Shalom. Come into the room, Erico 646-378-1857, and come talk about it. We're going to open up the lines. We're going to bring comments from Chaplain John Durden. Again, 646-378-1857. Shalom. God bless Israel. God bless Jamaica. Now we're going back to regular broadcast with Apostle Candace Durden in deliverance process tonight. Apostle Candace Durden tonight, all night. Apostle Candace Durden will be teaching all night with our archives. All night, Apostle Candace Durden, generational curse breaking, will be coming up in about 30 minutes with Apostle Candace Durden. Shalom. We're going back to regular broadcast. We're going to go back into the blog talk room. Come join us, air code 646 Three seven eight one eight five seven. Okay, we're about to get ready now to bring in questions and answers in thirty-seven seconds. Welcome to my gymnasium. <laughs> Check it out. Watch this. Bring exercise my tongue, so you are. I read him ready for ministry, so guess what? Running extra. Yeah, yeah. Bless up. Chaplain John Durden, you got the mic. This will happen on the night. It was quite interesting. Um, you mentioned about the powers of, of those demonic spirits. And one you mentioned was the principalities. And I go, yeah, I remember that when he was teaching on that uh, a couple of, well, a long time ago. And I, I grabbed my new note right quick, man. And I go, yeah, you know. And I say, that's interesting because, uh, you know, the little note I wrote down, I'm just going to talk about that one. I ain't preaching now. Uh, you mentioned how powerful the principalities are. And I look at my little note and I go, wow. This word it says is the word principality comes from the Greek word, which literally means first in rank and order, 
And principalities derive their power directly, directly from Satan. And uh, the highest ranking entities in Satan's army, and the last thing it says, they influence the affairs of humanity at a national level, impacting uh, laws and policies. They are so purpose-specific that they often embody world leaders. And the last thing it says, and it takes, Take Hitler, for example. A careful examination of his life will undoubtedly point towards a definite demonic influence. That's very interesting, man, because, you know, I'm studying all the different kinds of demons. When you mention that, boom, they came to my uh, spirit that I had something on, on principality. Yeah. That's you, one of the headheads. You got a call from Dr. Leroy Goldmore wants to talk to you after air. Dr. Leroy Simonton, Dr. C.T. McNugget, Dr. Hilgore, Milton McNugget, Donald Jackson, and Billsby. In the next five minutes, we'll be calling you back to talk to these doctors, uh, Brother John. All right, Pastor Drayton, close out the prayer, man. <laughs> if I'll be coming before you now, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Father, I thank you for uh, Brother Emmett, who you empower to teach the word according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord, for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And uh, we love you back. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Said this is German Edward. Yeah. Listen, in all you're getting, get wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Aim for the sky, reach the mountain, keep climbing. Stop saying you can't, oh, you know you never tried it. Don't waste your energy unless you see the benefits. Negative thoughts, pessimist call. I'm an optimist rising, though sometimes I fall. I'm a keep moving even if I have to crawl. Running with a purpose, and I know I have to run fast. Principles work everywhere, anytime. Feel up, get life when success is denied. Why no? Every question deserves a reply. And my life is submitted to the highest of I. I, I got my eyes on the prize. I won't lie. I saw my faith in a line. Here is a reason why.
cards, let's affect Success is never accidental Your life today is because of the price you pay Dreaming starts more act now Tell Fetty I won't bow Poppy collar, you're a winner, you're a star
wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Internet Radio. My name is Apostle Emmett Overton, A.A.K. Aaron Boy. I want to thank all the assistants of those who I have that's employed here with this ministry who's been with me from the start of the Apostle Candace Durden, Senior Advisor of the Cult Specialist Research. Also, she does counseling with me and exorcisms with women. Also, want to thank uh, our brother uh, Earl White, who's a deliverance minister in Jamaica. God bless him. He's on Mondays. You can watch him at www.livedeliverance.com. Hit live stream. I also want to thank Ruthie Rami, my friend who's in Israel. Pray for Israel. I want to thank Sister Sheila Newborn, who has been with me for the longest. And my secretary, God bless her. I want to thank Brother Tommy. I thank God for him, who's on staff here, who teaches the Word of God from Finland, from YouTube. 
I also want to thank Pastor Rodriguez Baker, who's been with me for many years, who supported this ministry. God bless him and his family. Chaplain John Durden, God bless you. I want to thank all of you who have supported this ministry through spiritual prayer and financial obligations. Again, you can make payment to Live Deliverance Internet Radio at www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, you'll be able to sow a seed with 501c3 at the end of the year. Please contact us so we can give you your uh, receipts of the amount that you have given so that you'll be able to have a tax write-off if you qualify. Shalom. God bless Kingston, Jamaica. God bless Israel. God bless the U.S. They need, the U.S. need a lot of prayer. But God bless Jamaica. Pray for the wickedness that the United States will change from its wicked ways. We come up against all demonic spirits in Donald J. Trump. We bind every demon in Donald J. Trump. And we ask that he sow what he weep. Lord, move this wicked man away from politics and wake up Christians who are Trumpers and not Jesus. Those who are Trumpers are not Jesus. You cannot be a Jesus of Nazareth follower and a Trumper. How can two come together unless they agree? The most wicked, it's evil, wicked president on earth in American history, Donald J. Trump. God bless.